0: Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, April 2nd. Ian Cameron with Vito, our weekend man, with us once again, ready to break down the Saturday uh, NHL card. Uh, It was a nice Friday night for yours, truly, with the plays. A best bet, unfortunately, was a letdown, as the New York Rangers were a letdown. But really outside of that, uh, it was a really good betting night. I mean, we swept with the the Oilers and the over uh, against the Blues, although the Oilers made it a heart attack waiting to happen. Couldn't hold multiple leads in that game, but they find a way uh, in overtime. We swept the Ottawa-Detroit game. I took the Senators and the over, and look, I got a little fortunate with the over, no doubt. I mean, that was 1-1 going into the third period, and somehow it ends up 5-2 in favor of Ottawa. Uh, But we'll take it, and uh, look, Matt Sogard, pretty good uh, in his first start uh, in the NHL last night for the uh, Sens. Uh, So that was a good game uh, for me as well. Certainly Nashville-Buffalo was. Uh, We were all over that with uh, Rick Jenneret being honored before the game, the legendary 51 year play by play voice of the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Think about that. He's been in that job for 51 years as the voice of the Buffalo Sabres, Rick Jenneret. Some people don't even live till they're 51, you know, and he's basically spent 51 years broadcasting uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. He is a legend indeed. He's as good a guy as he is a broadcaster uh, and the. uh, uh, the uh, the ceremony that they had for him was terrific, raising the banner to the rafters. His speech was very, very good as well. Uh, and the uh, Sabres played like a team that huh, wanted to put a good showing on the ice for uh, their uh, soon-to-be-retired uh, legendary broadcaster uh, of the team, Rick Jenneret, uh, as they beat Nashville 4-3 uh, last night. Uh, and a nice plus-170 underdog price as well with the uh, Sabres uh, in that game. And then they basically... Uh, bring Rick onto the ice after the game to celebrate with the team. Uh, just a, a magical night in Buffalo. And it was just something else to see the place packed again, you know, to see everybody in the stands, uh, you know, to see a full house, you know, a sellout for a Buffalo home game. That's been a long time since we've seen that for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, they had everybody there. All his former uh, broadcast partners were there. Jim Lorenz, Harry Neal. Yeah, it was uh, It was just an absolutely uh, – Wonderful night. And and as someone that grew up a Sabres fan, and the reason I became a Sabres fan was not any one player. It was the guy they were honoring last night, Rick Janderette. That is why I became a Sabres fan, uh, because I just uh, thought that guy was just – he was funny. He was – you know, he got into the game. He'd he'd lose his voice. You know, he'd crack his voice multiple times just because he got so excited uh, calling the action. So, uh, no, just a terrific uh, night uh, in Buffalo there uh, for sure. Uh, What else did we see last night? Arizona. Uh, getting drilled by uh, Anaheim last night. Things got a little rough toward the end of the game. Uh, Trevor Zegras talking uh, about uh, very angrily about his teammate, Troy Terry, being punched multiple times last night by Jay Beagle as things got a little bit rough uh, late in that game uh, as well. So uh, very busy Friday night, actually, for uh, uh, NHL uh, action. Lots going on. The Islanders, as I mentioned, unfortunately for me, shut out the Rangers 3 uh, nothing. Vegas continues to roll along. Uh, five two, another win against Seattle, and Tampa Bay takes care of the struggling Chicago Blackhawks with a, a five to two win uh, as well. Uh, Vito, what did you think of uh, what we saw on Friday?
1: All right, well, let's add the one game I guess you didn't talk about, which would be Oilers and Blues, right? Yep. So still, a hor- I mean, a horrible goaltending for Mike Smith. All right, that's because they won. That's because they have the offense. You know, yeah A lot of well, the numbers- one
0: goal was terrible for him, right? Terrible, yep.
1: Just terrible, man. This Mike Smith. Oh my God! Like he's getting he's getting worse and worse with every game. I think that's just not how you yep. you go to the playoffs. Did you see
0: how he ran down the ice when McDavid scored in <laughs> overtime and just was shaking him? Like thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank Thanking my ass. He
1: <laughs> lets in five goals. I mean, yeah, that one goal which went through somehow through his body. How's that possible? I don't know. But well, Mike Smith possible to have anything, you know, so that's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, Tampa Bay had a very great game. I think they didn't give, give any breathing space to Blackhawks. I mean, all three periods very game, played very well. Uh, Red Wings just keeps losing. I mean, cannot figure out their goaltending. I mean, right. So I think that's like fifth or sixth uh, loss, loss for them in a row. Uh, Yeah, Zegras, you mentioned, well, I would like to mention his goal. I mean, another uh, Michigan from him him this year. That's just crazy. Tries to go between the legs. Unfortunate. Takes takes the puck, goes around his teammate with a Michigan scores. Just crazy. That guy, yeah, putting up the show this season, I mean. And uh, yeah, well, Sabres, great victory from them for three. Uh, Yeah, for for the Shistorkin. I mean, he's like 1-6 against the Islanders. But I mean, how can you blame the guy? I mean, if you score zero goals, you know. So, I mean, zero three, you score zero goals. It's just bad team play there. I mean, you cannot blame the goalie. So, yeah, we're out. That's it. I mean, for the night, I guess I ran through all the games here.
0: You're right about that. You can't blame uh, Igor Shosturkin when the team gives you a goose egg uh, in terms of goals scored. Uh, you can't put the puck in the net. For the New York Rangers, other guys have to do it. And unfortunately, nobody did uh, for the uh, New York Rangers uh, last night. All right, let's go to Saturday's card. We've got a big one uh, on tap. We have uh, nine games uh, on the uh, Saturday card, starting with a game that's going to start in about, I would say, 20 minutes from now. Florida Panthers, New Jersey Devils. uh, We've got Florida minus 210 road favorites. Seven, the total in this one. This total opened six and a half. It's been bet up to seven. Uh, in a lot of spots. Uh, Florida, <coughs> obviously a team playing pretty good hockey uh, when you look at it, no question. Uh, they've got back to back victories uh, against Montreal and Chicago, but it's not exactly a great duo that they beat there. We keep that in mind. Uh, they lost 5 2 to Toronto uh, on the road. Uh, after, before that, they in Ottawa, they escaped with a 4-3 shootout win against Montreal, a 4-3 narrow victory there, 3 nothing win in Anaheim. Uh, they lost at Vegas 5-3. Uh, they lo- uh, barely beat San Jose 3-2, uh, lost to L.A. in a shootout. You know, uh, look, I mean, Florida's playing well, but they haven't faced a brutal schedule, and they've actually been challenged by some of these weaker teams. You know they barely beat ottawa barely beat montreal in, in a couple of these games barely beat san jose and we know that on the road this team's a little bit more vulnerable they're just terrific at home 28 and 6. but you know on the road they're 18 and 15. so they're at least a little bit more vulnerable when they're playing away from home and i, I, I dare i say it I'm, I, I might try to make a case for the devils here because they are off an absolutely embarrassing loss to Boston. Obviously, eight to one uh, the other night uh, against the uh, Bruins. We know they've got the they've got the firepower to score goals. Uh, there's no question about that. Defensively, goaltending—that's been the uh, areas where they've been uh, having issues throughout the course of the season. No question uh, about that. Uh, we'll see if they uh, bounce back strong here. I don't care what the record is for a team, but any team. In the spot New Jersey is in today, where they're off an eight to one shellacking, you want to play better the next game. It's really that simple. You want to play better. You want to get off to a better start uh, in this game. Uh, and I think you're going to see New Jersey really have a much uh, better concerted effort. So uh, when I look at this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle on the money line first period and full game New Jersey. I really I really think this is a New Jersey Devils team that uh, coming off that eight to one debacle. You look at Florida, this kind of looks like a go-through-the-motions kind of two-game road trip here this weekend, a back-to-back against New Jersey and Buffalo, two teams that aren't going to be making the playoffs. I worry a little bit just about this team being laser-focused. You know, it, you know when you're talking about now, this late in the regular season, you're down to the final month. There's only about a dozen games left uh, for all of these teams. You're looking at forward to the playoffs. So there's going to be some games that you just aren't you know, at that level that you need to be that highest level. And I get the sense maybe today you don't get Florida at their absolute best here. Whereas for New Jersey, you know, you're coming off getting absolutely embarrassed by Boston eight to one, uh, Thursday night, nothing went well. Uh, I would expect them to be certainly very much, uh, urgent to uh, play well, uh, in this game tonight, by the way, Miles Wood, Pavel Zaka, uh, out for the, uh, New Jersey devils today. Of course, for the, uh, Panthers, Aaron Eckblad's not coming back this year. Patrick Hordquist still out for them long-term as well. And Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar, confirmed in net t- this afternoon for the New Jersey Devils. So, look, say what you will about this guy. He's making his Devils debut. And, you know, let's remember, <coughs> he appeared in four games with the Montreal Canadiens before being traded to the Devils at the deadline. He went 3-0. and He had a 2.4 goals against average and 9.20 save percentage. Something about this guy, Vito. Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar, he plays well, better than people expect, and the team rallies around the guy. They love his story. He's been fighting his way to the NHL his entire life, and now he's back again. Uh, Maybe the Devils rally around that. So I think we might have a live home underdog here uh, in this game. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Florida, New Jersey. Yeah, well, the
1: way you say it, Ian. Obviously, yeah, for the New Jersey, and I, I agree. Everything sets up pretty nice in this game. You know, they're like of a embarrassing loss in the on the road. Now they're gonna play at home. They're gonna have Hamburger Heim, for the first time in New Jersey in New Jersey Jersey coming out for the game. So yeah, they they, they must be hyped up here. So, but that's, that's why I also think we're getting pretty nice number with Florida. I mean, in the regulation, even if you like Florida, it's like minus 110. So that's a great price. Yeah, but at the moment for me, I, I have not have not any bets on this game. But if you just watch a little bit, the expected goals from Florida Panthers side, they the, the games against the Canadians and Sharks, they five on five, they put more than three goals, uh, three expected goals per game. So that's a lot. And I think here, you know, if Devils can limit the two uh, if they really come out focused today and they don't turn puck over so much, they, they, obviously they have a chance. But the, if you start to turn the puck over against Panthers, that team, that team will make you pay for your mistakes, you know. And even Hamburg, well, if, and if you believe, well, Hamburg maybe may, may make some unbelievable saves, you know. So I think this, yeah, this game actually could be a great live betting game since it's even, even a brunch game. Might start off maybe slow a little bit. So, yeah, I think this could be a very good uh, to play live, uh, wait a little bit, five to ten minutes, see how the game goes, grab that five and a half, six maybe, whatever, what you like, you know. And, yeah, go from there, I think.
0: Yeah, and uh, hamburger helper. And that's what Andrew Hammond is going to hope to be for the uh, New Jersey Jersey Devils here. Hamburger helper. Look, I'm I'm interested in the over as well, but any time now that I see a seven with a total, I'm going to wait to in-game, see if I can get six and a half. Hell, maybe I can get maybe a whole first period without a goal, get a five and a half later uh, in the game. So it's going to be a live bet for me uh, on the over uh, in this game. I'm going to wait to see if I can get a better number with that.
1: Uh, I would also agree with that. That uh, Yeah, playoffs are very close. And it's hard, you know, to bet uh, on this big fan now, on the favorites, because you never know. They will not win all the games now, you know. They will not be as focused as – they were before you know so you have to be careful here yes
0: yeah it's very mu- yeah it's very much a minefield the nhl the last few weeks because you're not going to get the a game from the minus 210 favorite every single time uh that is definitely that is definitely true uh so you want to be uh, aware of that yeah the devils team total over i like that a little bit too which is uh, minus 145 uh new jersey devils here team total over i think that's probably worth a look as well um <clears throat>
1: Uh, Panthers is not a defense team, you know. So uh yeah, Devils team total definitely is a look. After a, a one a one to eight loss, uh, you will see. I think very very hyped up first period. I think we're gonna even uh, maybe it's gonna be a while actually to jump on the over first and a half in the first period if there is no early goals. Because I think at the, you know, guys, Devils at home if they are hyped up at home plus of a loss, they should be a very hyped up. And Panthers overall is just a great first period team. But I think today we can see even that Devils be better than Panthers in the first period, I think.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely see. I think that could happen, too, because I do have them uh, first period here, uh, plus 150, and also a little with the uh, plus 180 here uh, with the uh, Devils in the full game uh, money line as well. All right, next game it is the ABC national TV matchup uh, on this Saturday afternoon. Pittsburgh Penguins, Colorado Avalanche. Colorado, minus 150. Home favorites, six the total. Um, Some games, you know, you just, you don't really have a strong betting opinion on it. You just say, it's a great game, and this is a great game. I'm going to sit back, watch, and enjoy it. And that's, for me, that's this game. I don't really have a strong opinion, side or total. I think it's in the right spot. I think you could actually argue minus 150 with Colorado is cheap, you know, at home, considering how good they are there. But am I rushing to bet against Pittsburgh as an underdog? Not really. Uh, and they're playing pretty good hockey they had a nice win against minnesota on the road on thursday night evgeny malkin getting the overtime winner uh you know it's just a really good hockey game between these uh, two teams uh we'll see who comes out on top but uh, you know colorado definitely not easy to beat them at home Uh, a rare national tv spot type uh, for them Uh, i certainly like the way they've uh, played uh lately pittsburgh's actually been a little bit more erratic the last uh, couple of games they've got the uh Best friends forever, Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby uh, from Nova Scotia going head-to-head here in this game. They're in all those Tim Horton commercials together uh, all the last couple of years, and now here they get to uh, face off against uh, one another uh, here uh, this afternoon in this game. But, uh, you know, when you look at the uh, last uh, 10 games, Pittsburgh, you know, they're actually only 6-4 and uh, in their last 10 games, and, you know, they've lost to the Rangers uh, twice. Uh, they lost to Buffalo and they lost to uh, Nashville uh, during this run. You know, but they've uh, also had some pretty good wins. They beat Carolina. They beat St. Louis. Uh, they beat, obviously, a good Minnesota team uh, in their last game. Colorado, 7 and 3 uh, in their last 10 games. Uh, they beat uh, Calgary and San Jose uh, in each of the last two. Uh, this should be a great matchup. There's no question. But uh, when you look at Colorado here, uh, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Obviously, you know catching a break that that injury that hurt he hurt his hand in that fight with Matt Dumba. That's what kept him out of the one game, but uh, he ended up coming back the very uh, next game after that. So that was a uh, very good to see. Uh, and unfortunately for the uh, Penguins, uh, Jason Zucker, uh, re- who uh, returned to the lineup uh, Thursday night against Minnesota, had to leave that game with another injury. Uh, so this could be a situation again where he's out for uh, a long period of time for the. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Just really unfortunate that guy has had uh, a lot of bad luck uh, staying healthy uh, and avoiding those injuries. So uh, you hope hope for the best, at least for him, and that he's able to uh, play here uh, in this uh, game today, maybe and possibly moving forward. But it looks like for him, the good news is it's day to day. As far as the Avalanche are concerned, you know Nazem Kadri right now uh, listed currently as questionable for this game. He missed practice uh, yesterday. We'll see if he uh, ends up playing. His status is in doubt right now, though, for uh, today's game. Uh, Sam Gerard, uh is, a, is someone that actually might return here for the uh, Colorado Avalanche, of course. We have not seen him in action since March the 8th, almost a month ago, uh, since we last saw him on the ice. But it looks like Samuel Girard might get the green light to be uh, back in the lineup uh, here this afternoon for the uh, Colorado Avalanche as well. So, you know, when I look at the game, it's a great hockey game. You know, you've got two teams that are certainly going to be forces uh, in the playoffs. Could this be the Stanley Cup final? I don't know. Pittsburgh, I think, has got a lot of work to do to get to a Stanley Cup final. Colorado, not so much. You know, Pittsburgh's got to try to get through Florida and Tampa Bay and, you know, an Eastern Conference. that has got a lot of really good teams, whereas Colorado probably has a clearer path uh, toward uh, a Stanley Cup final. But never say never. We know Pittsburgh's got more depth now. Uh, Now that they picked up Ricard Raquel, which by the way, this is probably more of a prop game for me rather than betting the side or total. I think Raquel to score a goal or collect a point is probably something to consider here. He's starting to fit in nicely with this Pittsburgh Penguins team. He was a great addition uh, by Ron Hextall and uh, Brian Burke at the uh, trade deadline getting uh, Ricard Raquel from the uh, Anaheim Ducks Uh, because the one thing that this team maybe needed was another, you know, top six forward. Lot was on the shoulders of Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Rust. Now you get a Raquel on the second line right now as well. Uh, and all of a sudden, you've got a pretty dynamic top six forward group uh, if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins. And look, he scored two goals uh, in the win against Minnesota on Thursday night. He now has five points in the last three games. So this, to me, looks like Raquel to score a goal, Raquel to, uh, to score a point. Uh Definitely. Uh, decent player props to look at, at least as far as the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins are concerned in this game. This does feel like this game could be low scoring because these teams are capable defensively. Jari can be very good in net for the most part. Uh, So can Darcy Kemper. uh, And it could be that kind of playoff feel to it. So, you know, I do think if I had to lean one way or the other with the total, it could be to the under. But like I said, I'm not going to be betting the side or the total pregame but I probably will get in on some Ricard Raquel props for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. I definitely like the way he's played here these last three games. Uh, Vito, what do you think? It's one of the best games here today, Pittsburgh, Colorado. Uh,
1: yeah, well, just checking this game, I, I would uh, prefer like the team, if we watch the schedule a little bit, first of all, these both teams will also play uh, on Tuesday back in the Pittsburgh, you know? So many, uh, many... Today, it's very deciding what you're going to see on Tuesday, you know, as we all know, it's going to be a rival, a revenge game and so on. But yeah, today, if we just a little bit watch what, which teams has played Colorado, let me open. Uh, they, they had some mentally tough games, I think, like against Fla- uh, Flames and against the Wild. So where they get, definitely played their best hockey, you know, and then they play against the Sharks, which is not so good team. And I don't know if, it, if it's that easy now to switch back straight away to Pens, you know. That this in game game between the sharks might be a little bit like let down spot for for us maybe and they can maybe come out a little bit not as fast today that that's just my opinion about that, uh, this little bit and if we watch from pens also they haven't been so great as well offensively i mean yeah against the red wings they scored those 11 goals they still put up like only two expected goals five on five then against the rangers they a little bit won't win there but still lose a game and against the wild I mean, they were they were outplayed by a, while, a little bit, but they end up winning game. So, yeah, man, and then we come uh, towards the end of the season. Playoffs are here, you know, and I think for the games like these, the teams really want to give it all, you know, because they mentally also want to be ready for the playoffs. You know, so they want to play good here today. So let's see how the line moves. I mean, uh, the starting goalies, I don't think they are both, they're, they're not confirmed, but expect it's going to be Jerry, I think, for uh, Pens. And, well, I think Darcy Kemper, well, I'm not sure who for that, who, but I think, well, for Jerry, for for sure, for Pence. So, yeah, as you said, it's going to be an interesting game. So you're not, not, you're not saying, like, Avs are winning, you know? So I think Pence have a chance here maybe to win because just because, like, the Avs have played the Sharks team, I don't like this in-between game between, uh, with Sharks, you know? I think they somehow m- might not be ready for the Pence today. So I think Pence might uh, keep it close. I don't have any bets here also i i just think i gonna watch this game but yeah, i'm leaning kind of a little bit
0: pants i think all right leaning a little bit hey anytime you see plus 130 beside pittsburgh you know you're tempted uh you know that's a pretty good hockey team they, they're they capable of winning on the road you know against good teams uh, and tough environments uh but uh, yeah i mean definitely it's always tempting when you see an underdog price next to a uh, pittsburgh uh but at the same time you could also counter that and say how often do you get Colorado as low as minus 145 or minus 150 at home? So, you know, you could you could go both ways with that. But, uh, yeah, it is a, a very good hockey game this afternoon. Looking forward to uh, seeing how it plays out for sure.
1: Yeah, well, uh, th- the thing is, yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, Pittsburgh is very capable team. That's the only thing. But, yeah, if Avalanche, then in regulation, I think you can even get a plus price, like plus 105 or something. That's a great look, I would say,
0: if you like Avalanche. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's a, it's a definitely a great game for the uh national TV audience uh, in the United States ABC this afternoon that they uh <laughs> they get they get this uh matchup here with the uh Penguins and the uh Avalanche. It is a definitely uh, a really good uh, hockey game for uh, a national TV uh type of uh, scenario like this. All right, we go to uh, LA and Winnipeg now next up. The rest of the games are all uh taking place tonight. Uh we've got uh L.A. or sorry, Winnipeg, rather minus one thirty five home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Uh, The Winnipeg Jets, I guess you could say that they are still, you know, they're still very much in the uh, in the hunt, uh, not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. But they they need to go on this crazy like how many games do they have left? They have looks like they've got 13 games left they played 69 so they've got 13 left they probably have to win 9 of those 10 of those to really have a shot to be a playoff team because they're 4 points behind Vegas for the second wild card spot right now you have to think that they are they are going to have to win 9 of the, 9 or 10 uh, of their remaining games to give themselves a realistic chance you know of being uh, in the playoffs and I just don't think that they're capable of that kind of run because we just haven't seen it all year from Winnipeg. It's just too too many stops and starts, not enough consistency in their game, <coughs> not enough goaltending uh, from Connor Hellebuck, who's had a bit of a down year. And now you've got Kyle Connor out for uh, the Winnipeg Jets as well uh, in COVID-19 protocol. That doesn't help. And they're coming off a 7-3 loss to uh, Toronto. Uh, in their last game, and now they're returning back home off a mini two-game road trip. Uh, L.A., meanwhile, you know, they have had a nice little start to this road trip. They nearly beat Edmonton, lost in a shootout. They beat Calgary 3-2 in a shootout the next game. You know, I like the way they're playing, the L.A. Kings right now. I could only look at L.A. uh, at a plus price here uh, in this game. If I'm betting it and if I'm getting involved, the only way I'm betting it is Los Angeles here, plus 115. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? L.A., Winnipeg. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's also another great game, I would say, uh, because L.A., if you just look at their expected goal numbers, they put a lot of scoring chances, you know, and uh, those games usually end up like even sometimes low scoring, but there's a lot of chances, you know. So, and same for the Winnipeg. I mean, offensively, they can do something. But for the Winnipeg, the big problem is they don't have a puck-moving defenseman. Basically, they try to do it with Morrissey or someone. But in the end of the day, they don't have any puck-moving defenseman who can really start the offense for you. You know, when the when the uh, forwards get open, you know, to really give that first snipe pass, you know, on stick, so you can start the offense. There's not that kind of demon. So it's hard for to bet Winnipeg because. And I, they cannot start offense. That's why they struggle. They cannot enter the zone, you know. And Kings, Kings is a very great team which clogs clogs up you, uh, clogs you up on the neutral zone, you know. So if Jets will be not able to move the puck today, the Kings will not let them in the zone. Basically, they will not cross the blue line today. So yeah, it's gonna be an instant game. That's what I can tell you guys. Well, definitely yes. With this price, I'm also leading Kings here. It's hard to trust Jets now. Uh, Kings also playing great hockey here. So. Yeah, for me it would be also Kings here.
0: All right, Vito and I both liking the uh, L.A. Kings here at a dog price. You can get plus one ten, plus one fifteen uh, right now with the L.A. Kings. Uh, like I said, pretty solid price there. i just not liking uh, Winnipeg's it lack of consistency. It continues to be uh, a big problem for them. It's been a big problem all year, and it's probably going to be what ends up uh, keeping them out of the playoffs and ensuring that they fall short. Uh, of making it uh, into the postseason. All right, Montreal, Tampa Bay. uh, We've got Tampa Bay minus 330. uh, Home favorite, six and a half the total in this game. Uh, When you look at the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I'm telling you, this is a tricky spot. They play Toronto on Monday night uh, after this game. So when you look at it, this could be a little bit of a sleepwalk type of game for uh, Tampa. Brian Elliott confirmed in net. But like I said, Brian Elliott's actually played pretty well. I mean, you look at uh, the way he's played in recent starts for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. He gave up just one goal March 26 against Detroit. Uh, gave up just uh, three goals on 48 shots faced against uh, Edmonton. One goal allowed against Detroit before that. One goal allowed against San. Like, he hasn't played that bad. He's had a nice season, actually, in a backup role for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he's going to be in net tonight. Jake Allen. Uh, we'll get the uh, start for Montreal. Montreal, of course, continuing their road trip, which is always uh, a tough one when you're talking about having to play uh, Florida, having to, or Carolina, Florida, Tampa Bay, uh, which is what Montreal's doing right now. They lost seven uh, four to Florida. They lost four nothing to Carolina, uh, and now they got to play uh, Tampa Bay tonight. But you know, I think this is one of those spots where if, if you're Tampa, there's not really a ton of urgency. You, you've won four in a row. Uh, going into this game uh, against the uh, uh, against the Montreal Canadiens. You've got a big one in the division coming up with Toronto. Uh, that is a team you are battling with for second in the division, which is going to end up determining who gets home ice advantage uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So that's another thing you want to uh, keep in mind as well. Uh, definitely uh, a situation for me where uh, you've got this uh, Montreal team may be able to sneak up on Tampa here. Uh, And keep this one closer. So there's a lot of things I'm going back and forth with in this game. Maybe, I don't know if I can pull the trigger on Montreal plus 260. or uh, But a first period money line, perhaps. Maybe plus one and a half for Montreal, potentially, uh, on the uh, puck line here. uh, Just because of the fact that this is definitely, and look, Tampa Bay also back to back. You know, they were playing Chicago uh, last night. Now, no travel. Uh, Obviously, in this back-to-back, both games were home games, but Montreal does have a rest advantage. It's a bigger opponent and a bigger game coming up on Monday for Tampa Bay facing Toronto. All I'm saying is this is not exactly a spot I'm looking to lay the lumber with Tampa or go to to, Tampa Bay type of bets here uh, in this game. I think Montreal in the first period, at least, uh, you could even go plus a half goal if you want to be a little bit safer uh, more cautious, but I think Montreal may be first period uh, in this game at uh, plus 200 or so. Not a bad look. Good uh, sprinkle on the money line if you want, but especially what I'm looking at just to be a little safer is maybe a plus one and a half on Montreal, which you can actually get at even money. You can get it plus 110 on the uh, Montreal Canadiens puck line, plus one and a half goals at uh, DraftKings, uh, our great partners here uh, at the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network. So you know, I'm just saying it's a, it's a spot. This is this is when you really have to pay attention to spots and who you're playing in the, in one game and who you might be playing in the next game. I mean, you really are talking about uh, this. This stuff does matter at this time of year. It really does because we see it happen uh, often. Like we've even seen San Jose or earlier this week. Like they had Colorado on the ropes at home. I mean, that game was tied in the third period. Colorado was very fortunate to escape with the uh, victory. So, you know, to be, to be honest, I think uh, you've got uh, Montreal with a puncher's chance here in this game, at least to be in competitive. Uh, and, of course, remember, they're not facing uh, Andre Vasilevsky tonight. Uh, they're facing Brian Elliott. So, and a rest advantage as well with Tampa having played last night against Chicago. So, you know, I think Montreal in a bunch of different uh, fashion varieties, I guess you could say, uh, would be the, the bets that I'm looking at here in this game with the uh, Canadians and Lightning. More than anything, first period money line and the full game puck line, plus one and a half, which is uh, plus a 110. Uh, what do you think here, Vito? Montreal, Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, well, let's start with Brian Elliott. I think, as you said, he hasn't been bad, but the goals he's letting in, they're kind of bad. I mean, yep. those those are the goals he has to stop, you know. So yep. sometimes he makes me worry <laughs> when I see him in the net. So yeah, that's the one thing. Uh, another thing, yeah, you, as you said, uh, I'll just look. I uh, will look at the Canadians a little bit here. Uh, they played against the Panthers and against the Hurricanes, right? Uh, both games they played terrible. I mean, four point five expected goals given up against Panthers, five on five, and okay, that's Panthers. And then against the Canes, more than three. So this is the game where they should be. They would like to come out and play better than the last two games, you know. And uh, they're catching this Tampa Bay team on a back-to-back, so I think, and it's, I think they will not think that Montreal is capable of anything, you know. And I think this is one of the situations where you can see Montreal being a little bit more in the game in the start as well. That's why, yeah, I understand where you're going in. But for me, it's still hard to bet anything with Montreal at the moment. Uh, not sure what to expect from them, but yeah, for, uh, at the moment, staying away from this game, having any bets here. Uh, just don't like to play the Tampa against the Tampa. I know they're in a back-to-back, but it's still a home back-to-back. But yeah, Toronto is the important game for them next one. So you're just not sure what kind of Tampa team you will get today. So I don't think it's worth the wager.
0: There you go, not worth the wager. That's true, and uh, we'll definitely see if uh, the uh, we'll see if the uh, Montreal Canadiens can uh, like take advantage of this situation because, like I say, they got Tampa Bay playing last night. You know that's significant. Uh, whereas they're rested. Uh, and again, Tampa's got a huge game coming up with the Leafs Monday night. We'll see if uh, they can take advantage of that situation here uh, coming up uh, for this uh, Canadians team against uh, Tampa Bay. All right, next up, we've Devils, got uh,
1: Devils have scored. Uh, great start from Devils. Early start as we talk. There you go.
0: Don't, like I said, no team wants to be embarrassed. 8 1, nobody. Uh, Toronto and Philadelphia. We've got uh, Toronto minus 280, road favorites, six and a half the total. Uh, In this game, Uh, Jack Campbell at long last returning uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs and back in net for the uh, uh, for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs here. He's been out for a while. Uh, We'll see how he plays. It's been a long time since we've seen him in a game. This can always go either one of two ways. Either it can be uh, something that's absolutely terrific uh, for a team uh, or, you know, uh, or go well for him. And he's laser sharp and he's right on his game. Uh, but right now, uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, at the same time, he could also, you know, be a guy that hasn't played in a while and maybe looks a little off his game, maybe a little rusty. Maybe it's going to take him a period or two periods, maybe even a one game under his belt to really feel comfortable again. Who knows? But the bottom line is the Leafs will go as far as they go in the playoffs based on Jack Campbell in that. Jack Campbell is their guy. Forget Morazic, forget it, because he's out for six weeks anyway. Forget Shawgren. Forget anybody else. It's Jack Campbell's net for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're going to have the success or lack of success based on his play. That's as simple as that. So uh, definitely when I look at this uh, game here tonight, the fact they're getting their, he is their number one guy back. I think it'll pump up the Leafs a little bit here uh, against Philadelphia. They're also close to getting Jake Muzzin back uh, in the lineup. And I believe he's may not be back tonight, but he's definitely close. Uh, to returning for Toronto. But Campbell will be in net for the Leafs. Uh, for the Flyers, Carter Hart uh, confirmed in net. Vito, I'll say this about Toronto. Since they made those uh, uh, additions at the deadline, especially the trades for with Seattle for uh, Mark Giordano and um, Colin Blackwell, this uh, this uh, Toronto team, uh, they've really trended in a good way in terms of expected goals and carrying the play. I mean, they've outshot the opponent. I believe now in uh, five of the last six games, you know, or six of the last seven, they've outshot their opponent. Or, yeah, no, five of the last six, they've outshot their opponent. Like they're actually carrying the play more now than they did maybe earlier in the season. So, you know, give the Leafs credit. You know, this has been a nice little stretch of hockey for them uh, that they have played. They have gone. Uh, four and one in their last five games. And even the the only loss was the Montreal game. And they should have won that game because they outshot the uh, Canadians 51-17. You know, they absolutely should have won that game uh, against Montreal. But Jake Allen was uh, just terrific in net that night. You know, they have been carrying the play to the opponents. So they played some very good hockey uh, as of late. I think it continues here. Uh, you look at Philadelphia, they've gone uh, <coughs> over <coughs> over the total four of their last five games. The one thing they have been doing on home ice is scoring some goals, though. So, you know, they have been able to really uh, score uh, more uh, offensively at home. I think that could continue here. Toronto has definitely been lighting the lamp lately. Uh, I'm just not sold on Jack Campbell being great here in his first start in a very long time. So I'm going to look more toward the over uh, in this game, six and a half. And actually, I leaned to the over in the last game we talked about, too, with the uh, Montreal montreal tampa game but this one i like the over here six and a half leafs and flyers i think for the flyers too they, they've really been trending toward the over uh in their recent games on home ice as well uh and uh, let me just see if i can find the uh, stat on that because i'm pretty sure at home they've really been trending uh over the total of late yes uh they have been for sure so uh yeah definitely i'm looking toward uh some goals being scored uh in this game tonight with the leafs and flyers over six and a half for me with uh Toronto and Philly. I have no interest in Philly. You know, uh, I think Toronto's playing some really sound, really strong, sturdy hockey right now. And I think certainly with Campbell back in net, they're going to be pretty fired up to try to get him a W uh, in his return uh, for the uh, Maple Leafs. What do you think, your veto Toronto and Philly?
1: Yeah, well, Toronto got, got two big games next week, Monday and Tuesday they play a back-to-back against uh, Tampa, as we mentioned before and the next day they play panthers so those are two big games here but yeah we have a jack campbell's return here for toronto uh if you, yeah i would expect goals i mean toronto they'd be getting that lead they can hold on to lead now that's something we haven't seen from this team you know like they don't usually usually do that but uh yeah they've been a little bit better five and a half five which is i think great they are almost like Scoring, um, uh, they expected goal numbers are almost like two per game and five on five and they're allowing less chances. So yeah, that's what you want to see, like low numbers, you know, it's winning those games. So, and, but again, we talk about, uh, playoffs being just here around the corner and this is an road game. You know, you never know what you can expect in the road game. And this is Jack Campbell returns. Also, I do, you can know how he plays. I don't know. Can he be uh, sharp straight away? And uh, No, we're going to see that here tonight. So I think, yeah, uh, have to wait here in this game maybe to play live. I think, yeah, it definitely goes over because, uh, well, Flyers been turning puck, to be honest, over a lot. So they've been giving up a lot of chances. And, well, uh, Toronto, they have the forwards which will uh, score on those uh, turnovers. So, yeah, if uh, Flyers wants to somehow keep this close, they will need to keep this a low-scoring game. But I don't think that's possible. I don't I can't see Flyers winning like 2-1 or something like that, you know, cuz uh, Toronto will score. So because Flyers will do do the turnovers, I guess, you know. As soon as uh, Toronto will score those 2-3 goals, they'll start will start the turnovers and then you're going to see that over. So I think over is a look in this game, but you might maybe wait and actually I yeah, grab this live. If you don't see goals like in maybe first 5 minutes, get that number at 6 at least and then go with it.
0: Yep, definitely. Uh so I I agree. I think we'll see uh, some goals scored uh with this uh, game here between the uh Flyers uh, and uh, the Leafs and you know, like we say like I said with Toronto, I mean, they've got it humming right now. Matthews gets to 50 goals uh, in the last game. Look at these numbers for Toronto just this la- the last 3 games. 5 spot against Florida, 6 against Boston, 7 uh against Winnipeg. Uh no, they are just absolutely a offensive freight train, an offensive express. Uh, right now, and that's probably going to be an Express that might run over the Flyers tonight. <laughs> and by the way, what a horrible job by Mike Yo here, denying Keith Yandel a chance to keep his consecutive game streak alive. 989, he needs 11 more to get to 1,000 consecutive games played and wouldn't allow it. Says, you know what, we're not, we're, he's going to be a healthy scratch tonight uh, because of the fact that we need to evaluate our young talent and look toward next season. You're not going to be there next year, moron. I mean, what the hell's the point of you doing that? I mean, my goodness. You really think you're going to be there next year with what this team's done with you as the uh, interim coach here uh, and, uh, since you've taken over? I mean, my goodness. It's just been absolutely uh, an awful run. Uh, so I'm very, very disappointed. I know Alex B. Smith's been outspoken. He doesn't like Mike O. to begin with, but he's right. You know, kind of sh- shocking and pretty shameful that they've done this. Uh, to Keith Yandel. Uh, but, uh, uh, I get the business aspect. You want to get the young kids, the prospects from the AHL, get them called up into the lineup, get the college, uh, signings, uh, signees, you know, get them some ice time, uh, late in the season. Uh, but boy, uh, you know, it, it, it's really one of those things that just it's frustrating. It's aggravating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Fletcher too. I mean, Chuck Fletcher, it's kind of, uh, it's just, He's he's 11 games away from getting a a milestone number, and they're going to deny him that. I think it's just really unfortunate. And uh, look, Keith Yandel handled it with grace and with class. Credit to him. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, definitely uh, outstanding. Uh, Or Sorry, definitely not uh, an outstanding call, in my opinion, to do that uh, by the uh, Flyers. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, All right, next up, we've got uh, Columbus and Boston. Uh, Boston minus 360. Home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, You talk about uh, the uh, Bruins bouncing back. Boy, did they ever against uh, New Jersey, 8-1 to after a a really bad game against Toronto where Bruce Cassidy was very critical of his team. Well, they definitely responded the right way uh, after that. It was a very good (laughs) performance by the uh, Bruins uh, bouncing back, uh, getting the uh, victory. Uh, against New Jersey, eight to one. Uh, we'll see if they keep that up here against Columbus. They should. Uh, Columbus has lost five in a row. Uh, you know they were playing pretty decent for a while, but the roof has caved in on them. <coughs> Defense, <coughs> defensively, they're not good at all. They've given up five to Pittsburgh, four to Winnipeg, three to Minnesota, four to the Islanders, five to the Islanders uh, during this five-game losing streak. They continue to struggle uh, to keep the puck out of their own net. Meanwhile, Boston. Uh, they are scoring goals in bunches right now as well. You look at the last uh, six games for them, they've scored four, three, three, six, four, and eight. So this Bruins team is definitely lighting it up right now uh, at the moment uh, and uh, should be able to light it up here against uh, Columbus, uh, even with Merzlikens and Nett, who, you know, he's struggled, but a lot of it's been just terrible play uh, around him. He gave up four goals on 35 shots in the uh, loss to the uh, Islanders the other night. Uh, For the second straight time, uh, you know, he gave up four goals uh, to the Islanders. So, you know, he's having a tough time, but a lot of it is the defense in front of him is just not making life very, very easy uh, for Elvis right now. He's given up uh, a grand total of 15 goals uh, in the last four starts which uh, definitely isn't good so you know for me what I would probably look at here is uh, Boston team total but the problem is you're not getting three and a halves anymore like you used to earlier this year you're getting four and a half now uh, with it so you're not getting really that value uh, that really that you were earlier uh, right now in this one but uh, yeah Boston certainly should take care of business here I'm not going to lay the price though uh, with uh, Boston in this game uh, I'm going to look toward if anything here uh, maybe the over six six that's actually gone up to six and a half it, it opened six gone up to six and a half now here uh, in this game uh, I would expect certainly the uh, uh, Boston Bruins to at least get four or five goals themselves uh, in this game but can Columbus chip in a couple I think they could I think definitely they're capable of doing that that is their strength uh, Columbus, if they have one, it's their ability to score. It's the, uh, the likes of uh, Patrick Lyon, Bjorkstrand and company uh, to uh, contribute and find the uh, back of the net. So uh, I think the closest thing I would bet to uh, in this game would be probably over six and a half. Like I say, the Boston team total interests me, but four and a half, not so much. Uh, what do you think here, Vito, Jackets and Bruins?
1: Yeah, well, you see, uh, uh, it's after a 8-1 to win, I have sometimes hard to bet on teams. Well, but Bruins have been playing very great, especially at home, you know. They've been putting up some great numbers that I'm checking right now, actually. So scoring eight, four goals, six goals. Okay, two goals against Tampa Then there, okay? But anyways, even the loss there against the Leafs, they managed to score four goals. So they've, they've been fine scoring. I mean, now Hall, Pasternak, finally, they're scoring a lot. Bergeron, Marchand as well, so... So it's hard to definitely go against this uh, Boston team. And if we watch from Columbus side, I mean, uh, they now just played against the Islanders, right? So against uh, at home, they were, uh, they lost this game against the Islanders, but they were a little bit better in that game. If not a little bit, maybe much, much better. But the Islanders found a way to win. And then they go to New York and they just have a terrible game there and lose to Islanders, you know. So, yeah, looks like everything has turned for Columbus now in the end of the year on the wrong side. And I mean, uh, last meeting between these two clubs took took place actually one month ago in Columbus, and there the game ended 4-4. I remember that game, and uh, Boston was a much better team there as well. So, yeah, it's hard to it's it's a little well, it's hard to look here at the jackets. I think uh, definitely, I think Boston is uh, winning this game. Just uh, to be honest, the bookmakers has made it a little bit impossible to play. You know, Parkline is juiced, juiced. Uh, over is at four and a half. I think Boston is very capable of winning this for one, you know. Maybe so, no way. Just I think for me, in this game, is just made, made Bookmakers has made it very, very unplayable here. I think Ju- even Jackets is not that terrible team, you know, as the Bookmakers I think are sitting here.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, yeah, minus 425. I mean, what do you do with that? What you do with it is you pass. I mean, to me, there's just absolutely no value with uh, Boston at that price. and. Welcome to a betting NHL last month of the season. It's tough to extricate and extract value. You know, and when I you're getting a favorite this time of year. If you look just uh, from the situational point and from the mindset of the
1: teams, we have one team coming in off of eight, one win. And then we have another team coming in of five in a, on a from a five game losing streak. So somehow, you know, it's hard to play Boston just here, I think. Because of just, just, just like five, Columbus is on five game, you know, they, they want to win. And Boston has won like eight, one last game. Yeah. We saw what happened with Pittsburgh against the Rangers. Okay. Rangers is better than Columbus, but still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's a valid, valid, valid point there for sure. All right. Minnesota and Carolina. Uh, one of the better games tonight, for sure. Carolina minus 150 home favorite. six, the total uh, in this game. We've got Minnesota uh, after a, a back and forth game with Pittsburgh uh, on Thursday night. Pittsburgh got the uh, overtime victory uh, on the road in Minnesota, uh, four to three. We'll see if the uh, Wild can uh, get back on track here. It will not be easy here against uh, Carolina, who have a uh, one of many teams that have has a, a terrific home record this year, and a Carolina team that already has played Carolina uh, Minnesota once this year. Minnesota beat Carolina 3-2 back on February 12th in Minnesota when these teams met uh, earlier this year. uh, That game stayed under the total, but that's the only game in the recent head-to-head series history that's stayed under the total. It's gone 7-1 to the over uh, in the last eight meetings between the uh, Wild and the uh, Hurricanes. I I definitely like Carolina a little bit here. Uh, Is the price great? No. but I'm going to lay it here, minus 150 uh, with Carolina. Keep in mind, Matt Boldy uh, is going to be out here for uh, Minnesota and uh, potentially, potentially, I'm pretty sure he's out. Yes, uh, it looks like he's probably going to be out. He left the game Thursday night with that upper body injury and he's probably going to miss uh, this game for the uh, Minnesota Wild. And look, he's been great, 27 points in 35 games this season with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the first year player has just been, you know, really good uh, for the Minnesota Wild. So this is a, uh impact absence for the uh, Wild if he doesn't play tonight. And it looks like he's trending toward not playing. And when you look at Minnesota, you know, they won uh, five, seven straight games uh, and they had their seven-game win streak snapped, uh, losing to uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, and sometimes when you have that long win streak snapped, sometimes it's like a bubble burst effect and you don't necessarily always right away get back on track. And look, getting back on track on the road against Carolina is probably a difficult uh, proposition anyway. Uh, And Carolina, of course, uh, bouncing back from a tough overtime loss to Tampa Bay 4-3, and they shut out Montreal 4-0 in their last game. So uh, when I look at this here, uh, I like Carolina a little bit here, uh, minus 150 uh, in this game. Uh, And I lean over the total of six simply because of that series history. I don't love the over in this game, but I will have a smaller stake on that. Uh, But I do like Carolina here, minus uh, 150 uh, in this game. They've certainly uh, have been good on home ice. And I think the fact they lost earlier this year to the wild, uh, you know, they'll look for a little bit of redemption here uh, in this game. The one thing I will say about Minnesota's win streak, which just got snapped with the loss to Pittsburgh, you know, Chicago, Vegas, when they were riddled with injuries, Vancouver, Columbus, uh, Philadelphia, they did beat Colorado, but they were badly outplayed in that game. You know, other than that Colorado win, you know, there wasn't a whole ton of, uh, wow, phenomenal wins against terrific uh, opposition. Boston was actually a decent win too. a couple in there that were good, but a lot of it too were against weaker foes or teams that were really depleted. Uh, at the time that Minnesota played them. So I think it's going to be a tall order here for the uh, Wild tonight. So looking toward Carolina here at minus 150. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Wild Hurricanes?
1: Well, yeah, if we watch from the numbers, I think this is one of my favorites game, uh, favorite games today. I mean, here we can get actually some decent value, obviously. And I also have many angle, angles on this game from both sides. If we just look a little bit, maybe from Carolina, uh for them it's a fourth game this week but you know carolina were struggling a little bit before you know like a month ago maybe even a little bit less you know they were struggling you know we were betting on them they were losing some games so now we can see carolina somehow finding that scoring again you know so that's that's what we all expected you know because the goal expected goal numbers were showing that they are playing some decent hockey so now yeah carolina has started to play better and just if we watch a little bit from Wild side, uh, first of all, as you mentioned, uh, this loss of a bigger winning streak is one thing. But for me, I think the other big thing is here. After a long home stand, once you go on the road, the first game on the road is never easy. You know, if you had that long home stand, uh, not sure how many games was that? Definitely more than five, right? Or six even. So now first game on the road straight away against the Canes. It's gonna be a hard game here. That's why they're putting Flurry. I think he, they believe he can steal this one. You know, so it's all about the Flurry. I think here. Uh, also, Wild play Capitals tomorrow, so that's gonna be Talbot there. So, yeah, and that and uh, again, yeah. So Wild first game on the road, and uh, they last meeting Wild won against the Canes. So uh, I'm gonna play Canes here in the regulation, guys, which is a plus uh, 100 at uh, price. So that's my bet here.
0: All right, there we go. We've got liking uh, Carolina in regulation again. You can get that close to uh, even money uh, with the uh, Hurricanes there uh, in regulation here in this one. Uh, yeah, it, a great matchup, Flurry. Yeah, I have a feeling Flurry is going to be pretty busy tonight. We'll see if he can uh, rise to the <coughs> excuse me. See if he can <coughs> rise to the occasion here for the uh, Minnesota Wild. We know he's capable of doing that, but yeah. I think he's going to face a lot uh, of rubber tonight against the uh, Hurricanes. And, uh, look, we'll see if uh, he can uh, make do with it here tonight. All right, St. Louis, Calgary. Uh, next up, we've got uh, St. Calgary here, minus 250 home favorites, uh, six and a half the total in this game. So it was supposed to be Billy Jusso starting this game all along for St. Louis. But he had to come into the game last night against Edmonton because Jordan Binnington was not sharp early on. Edmonton got a 4-1 to lead. Uh, Craig Berube decided we're going to take Binnington out, put Huso in. And it worked because St. Louis came back. They got a point out of the game. It went to overtime. Edmonton did win 6-5, but they ended up getting a point out of that game. So the goaltending change worked. It you know woke up the Blues a little bit last night. And the question was, well, now that you've played Huso most of the game last night, are you still going to start him tonight against the uh, Calgary Flames? The answer is yes. It is still going to be Billy Huso uh, tonight for the uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, But it is back-to-back for them. It's the end of this little Western Canadian road trip. Uh, They played in Vancouver. Then they went to Edmonton last night. Now they're on back-to-back here in Calgary. So a little bit of a tricky spot. Calgary rested. Uh, they've certainly been waiting for St. Louis, and they've not been a very happy team, Vito, these last couple days. They've been very agitated that they've lost two in a row here uh, against Colorado and LA. They lost in a shootout to the Kings a couple nights ago. There was a little altercation in practice yesterday with Eric Goodbranson and Blake Coleman. They got into a little bit of a almost a fight during practice yesterday. So, you know, Calgary's, you know, a little hot under the collar right now. Uh, they've lost a couple of games here so i think what that all boils down to is the fact that the uh the flames are probably going to be chopping at the bit tonight you're probably going to get a pretty strong concerted effort from them they might be able to pounce on the blues early we certainly didn't see the blues have a good start last night and you know i'm i'm wondering if they're going to have a uh, a bad start here again tonight i think they could i think that's the only way to play it because i also think that St. Louis being plus 210 in this game is that's that's way too much of a price to be giving the Blues here. But at the same time, I do think Calgary jumps on them early. So the way I'm going to play it is probably Calgary first period, which is plus 120 puck line. So that's Calgary minus a half goal plus 120. Uh, in the first period, because I do think they'll have to lead after the first 20 minutes. This is definitely an angry Calgary team. They're not am- amused losing the last two games. Uh, I think they do come out strong, jump on this Blues team that played an emotional game last night against the Oilers that went to overtime. And think about all the energy they had to expend uh, to get that game to overtime after being down 4-1. to one. So they could be a little hungover from that, lethargic uh, from that early in the game. So uh, that's, to me, the best approach here. Uh, in this game, it's Calgary early, and that's Calgary Flames first period puck line minus a half, uh, plus one twenty. Uh, that's what I like here in this game, uh, but I wouldn't touch the full game uh, with Calgary because minus two fifty. You know, I, I get Calgary's been great, uh, and especially at home. But this is the price of like this. This feels like Calgary is playing Arizona yeah. with this kind of a price crazy. that you're giving St. Louis. St. Louis is a good good hockey team, solid hockey team. So. To me, there's, that's not the value. To me, it's better to just look toward that first period because I think that's where the advantage really lies. Uh, and hell, you know what? Maybe i bet St. Louis in game at some point uh, if that first period on Calgary cashes in. But uh, uh, definitely, I like Calgary early, minus a half, plus 120 first period puck line. Uh, what do you think, Vito, St. Louis, Calgary?
1: Well, and I can tell you, actually, I think pretty straight away why the line is like this. Because uh, if you remember the last time when the uh, Blues were in Calgary, they were in the same exact uh, the situation. They were on the road. Detroit. Yep. They were in the last game on the road trip and they lost like one, one, one seven, I think. Uh, that was, it was, terrible was. a terrible game. Yep. Like the, the defensemen were skating on their stomachs, you know. Uh, Binnington was somewhere else. It was just like trash, you know. And then they came home and They got outplayed by Flames as well in that game, but they managed to win 5 1, you know. Because, uh, in that game, you can straight away see what style is uh, what style of hockey this Blues team is playing. They have good finishers, so they can score on old man rushes, they can score on three on twos, you know. They can score on these type of situations because they're very good with the puck. Uh, they can pass very great, they stick to the tape to tape passes, and they can finish, you know. But if you uh, talk about carrying the play and having the zone time and moving the puck in the zone, Blues don't have that, you know. They simply cannot cycle the puck for a long time, you know. They're getting outplayed by most of the teams in NHL at this point, you know. So it's definitely uh, hard to play Blues, And but the, this, nu- and this number is just terrible, you know. It feels like Flames are playing really Sabres or Arizona. Well, Sabres have been even better now, but yeah, still that. Number is just crazy. But yeah, I just gave all, all the reasons now why the line is there. So, and yeah. I think Blues are just not capable. Well, they should play better today, but, but uh, the Blues' best at the moment has been very, very bad, you know, not good at all, I mean. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, they've been, like, alive a little bit in offense now. They've been putting out some expected goals. But again, then in defense, if you look yesterday's turnovers, I think today the coach definitely will then t- uh, tell them you must limit the turnovers if you want to win. Because yesterday they turned puck over like three or four, uh, like million times in the first period and they got paid for it. I mean, you saw the Evander-, Evander Kane goal. <laughs> that was just also a funny one. So, yeah, they have to limit the turnovers here today if they want to have any success here. But since it's sell back to back on the road, third game, fourth this week, terrible spot. It's hard to yeah play. It's hard just to play this game, so I'm staying away.
0: Yeah, it definitely. Is. Uh, n- nothing wrong with that. Uh, by the way, someone in the chat saying Blues are zero four, covering the puck line on the second let- night of a back to back. So maybe in that case, then if you if you like that stat, maybe Calgary minus a half plus a hundred uh, becomes a consideration for you. Flames puck line. Uh, tonight in this game, but I really like them in that first period, uh, especially because yeah. I know in the first 20 minutes I'm going to get them ready. Because you know you got teammates fighting, almost fighting each other in practice yesterday. There's not. Uh, don't read too much into that. It's not the team falling apart or anything. It's just hey, you've lost a couple games in a row. Players are upset. You know, and sometimes right. you take it out on your teammate. And now you're going to use that uh, that anger, uh, use that aggression. Come out on the ice tonight against St. Louis and show it uh, early on. And I think you'll see that from uh, Calgary.
1: Well, I had in practices uh, fighting when I was playing, especially when I was used to European hockey. I was playing here in Latvia or Sweden. I was playing most of, most of the time. And when I went to USA, I went to this top team and I, I saw a fi- fight on the ice during the practice. And it was not like rejected, you know, the fight was going on and the coach, well, was not enjoying it. But we were well, here. He, he was not against it. I mean, fire was the fight during the practice. The one guy goes off to lock room, get you no know, cleans himself, comes back on the ice. Everything is normal. It's not nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. That's right. It's just day. Everything back to normal. Uh, you know, yep. business life goes on. Uh, nothing. There's always. There's going to be that kind of a moment in the course of a long eighty-two game season, and uh, sometimes that stuff happens. And uh, I don't think you make too. Big of a deal uh, out of it. All right, next up, final game on this Saturday card: Dallas Stars, San Jose Sharks. Dallas minus one fifty-five road favorites. Five and a half the total uh, in this game. Um, certainly, this is another one of those games where you should look at it and say, you know what, Dallas should win this game. You know, they really should. Uh, they, they, they they took care of business against Anaheim, although neither of those games were easy. Uh, They won them 3-2, and they needed overtime uh, to win the second game uh, against Anaheim, 3-2. So, (coughs) neither of those games were easy uh, for the Dallas Stars. uh, But they should, you know, take care of business here against San Jose. Uh, Once again, I lean to Dallas in regulation. I mean, that's basically the bet that I went with in both games against Anaheim. um, And I lean that way here. But I don't know. There's something that's a little bit more... Bothering me about this. And it's that San Jose's played well at home. You know, they beat Anaheim. They beat Arizona. They gave Colorado a ton of fits on home ice. They nearly beat Florida at home. They shut out LA at home. No, they've actually played some pretty good hockey in the Shark Tank, you know, the last uh several games that they've played at home. And uh, Dallas is still just barely squeaking by uh, in these games. Look at the Anaheim game. The first game, they were down two to one, and they had to come back and win that game. in the third period so yeah Dallas is taking care of business but it hasn't been easy you know if you've been uh, a betting Dallas and laying the big price here with them in those two games against Anaheim uh, you've been sweating it out uh, right till the end and I don't know if I feel like sweating it out with this team you know they just don't do anything comfortably they don't do anything easily Uh, that's just the way it is with the uh, Dallas Stars right now and uh, uh, you know I think that's uh, a thing that's Probably going to end up keeping me off this game is, is that. And also, of course, they play uh, Seattle uh, tomorrow night, the uh, uh, the uh, Dallas Stars to uh, wrap up this road trip. And then they play a lot of home games uh, after that. So if somehow Dallas can win tonight and also win tomorrow night against Seattle, uh, they're going to put themselves in a pretty good spot. Uh, I really don't have a strong feel, though, for this game. As far as the goaltenders uh, for this one, nobody has been confirmed. Uh, as of yet, the expectation is it will be James Reimer for San Jose, Jake Ottinger for Dallas. But again, uh, we don't have that uh, confirmed uh, as of yet. So for me, this is a pass with just a small lean to Dallas in regulation. But I'm probably not going to pull the trigger this time around on that. Uh, what do you think Your Veto Stars, Sharks?
1: Yeah, well, I've been following the, the Stars team. I mean, there have been a lot of talks and, you know, many people have been talking about, the, about them because they are like the last – team which is now close kind of to the playoffs, you know, which are in the fight with Nashville, I mean, and like Vegas also, you know. So, uh, and yeah, many people were telling that, that they were on the, uh, not a lot of flying around, you know, and they might end up not being in playoffs because of that. But usually we see sometimes vice versa, you know. So I think Sneaky somehow this Stars team, they're gonna keep the games close, you know. It's obviously, it's gonna be a sweat if you get a to bet stars, you know. Every single game, I think there's not going to be blowouts because they will protect their net and try to get as much points as possible. You know they will not care to go to OT. You know they've been pretty lucky as well with OT. I think so. Let me actually check out the. Yeah, they've been okay with the overtime as well. So this, yeah, the Stars team that uh, for them most important thing is to make the playoffs. You know, and once they make the playoffs, that's where they start to make noise. Noise. So yeah. Uh, now, this is the, gonna be the third game for them on the road. Uh, these two games against Ducks, as you said, yeah, they were very close games, you know, so you never can be kind of sure about them. And just if you look, look a little bit from the Sharks side, for, for the Sharks, this is the third game in four days with only three games this week, you know. So, again, and this team really don't have they are they are well, they will not make the playoffs, most likely. We all can say that, I think, pretty much sure, yeah. Well. But yeah, well, so they have nothing really to play for. So I don't like to play these games, you know. But the, I think only uh, way how to play this would be in the end Dallas, because still they need they need to be in this run. And yeah, I think that that's the sneaky team which actually can somehow maybe in the end make make the playoffs, you know, by playing hard, hard, tough hockey as they do now. So yes, this can go to OT definitely. So no value with Dallas. I would like to play. I don't want to play minus one fifty five. You know, I only way have to would like to play. Then it's a regulation. But as I said, Dallas will keep it tight. They will not run if it's gonna be tie game. They will be okay with that. So no, I don't like that. So I'm staying away.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's. Uh, I've seen enough of da- Dallas in these two games against Anaheim that nothing is an easy win for them right now, and uh, I could see it being that way again tonight. Uh, for this uh, Dallas Stars team because San Jose is not rolling over playing dead. You know, the effort has still been there most nights for the uh, San Jose Sharks. And uh, we'll see if they can give a pretty solid effort here tonight uh, against uh, Dallas and try to play spoiler, you know, and see. Sometimes teams relish the uh, the, the the ability to do that. So we'll have to uh, wait and see on that for sure. Uh, but definitely uh, should be interesting to see how it goes with the uh, Stars and the Sharks. All right. Great stuff with uh, Vito on this uh, Saturday card. Uh, thanks to him uh, for joining us as he always does on Saturday and Sunday uh, here on the ice guys and helping uh, me out a little bit because, you know, I'm definitely still not a hundred percent, as you can tell, uh, still struggling to avoid uh, a cough, a uh, hack coughing fest uh, on the air. Uh, but uh, hopefully we'll be back to a hundred percent sooner uh, rather than later. Uh, and thanks to everyone on uh, YouTube for, uh, tuning in live uh, make sure you hit the like button uh, as well Uh, we appreciate that very much and a reminder about DraftKings Sportsbook official sports betting partner of the NHL giving you your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily. Fantasy hockey contests. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Uh, Restriction supply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Time for best bets now to uh, wrap up uh, this edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Vito, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you like here for best bet?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I will go with the best number I had, and that would be the Carolina Hurricanes uh many reasons for me there i think uh, it's hard for the wild uh, to play the first game on the road after that long homestand that was a pretty successful homestand they won a lot of games in a row and then they the del- lot end up losing the last one so yeah first game for them on the road i don't think they will be the sharpest here tonight so yeah give me carolina in a regulation i think at the plus uh, even money somewhere right
0: carolina there we go in regulation, plus 100 uh, for veto there. Carolina in regulation against Minnesota for his best bet. Uh, <coughs> my best bet, if I can make it through it, is going to be the Calgary Flames minus a half, plus 120, first period uh, against the St. Louis Blues. Great situation. They're not very thrilled about losing back-to-back games like they have uh, against Colorado uh, and Los Angeles. Spirited practice, got a little feisty yesterday uh, for the team with their practice. And I think they show that aggression uh, tonight on the ice. You have a fast start, get a Blues team coming in late after an exhausting comeback, uh, you know, that fell short against Edmonton. You know, they expended a lot of energy to come back in that game, St. Louis. I think they're feeling it here tonight uh, against Calgary. Uh, As we've all talked about earlier on the show, the Blues track record on back-to-backs on the road is not good at all. They were in this situation uh, in Calgary earlier this year on a back-to-back. They got drilled 7-1 to uh, in that game. I think early in the game, Calgary comes out, makes a statement. We'll go Calgary Flames, minus a half, plus 120, first period puck line uh, for my best bet uh, on this Saturday uh, NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast whenever you can't watch the show live. For Renus Vitolins, a.k.a. Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.